Welcome to the Genius Alchemist podcast. I'm your host, Sarah McBride, and in today's episode, I will be talking all about empowerment, disempowerment, how we give our power away unknowingly as well as knowingly, how to reclaim our power using discernment, discernment to ensure that we stay in a state of empowerment at all times and how we are more susceptible to programming, the power of suggestion and easily influenced when vulnerable. So if you're working with a coach, healer, therapist, then this message could be for you. If you're someone that's feeling vulnerable and not feeling like you can be connected to your own intuition for all the answers, then this message is for you as well. Okay, let's get to it. Hi, in this episode, I am covering a topic which is particularly close to my heart because disempowerment and discernment and what you believe to be true and trusting self before anyone else is something that's been a big part of my journey and although I am an intuitive and it's how I work and I can read people's situations I can see future timelines I work in a different way from most people out there and it's born out of my own experience and my own experience of being disempowered by others in that way and also seeing clients, many clients who've been disempowered by others when they've went to them for advice, for coaching, reading, or whatever that looks like. So I want to dispel some myths in this podcast and hopefully enable just a few people to become more empowered in the day-to-day life. So This broadcast is not only for vulnerable people or disempowered people, but also for those working with vulnerable people and how you as well need to be careful of how you broach topics. Because more often than not, it's unconscious anyway. It's not purposeful when you disempower someone else. But vulnerable people People can really be susceptible to the power of influence, the power of suggestion. So we need to have more discernment. We need to have more integrity in our work to make sure that others aren't influenced, suggested to, programmed to things that are projections of what we believe to be true and not what's full reality. So... We are more susceptible when we're in a vulnerable state. We are more open to listening to others and making their opinion more important than our own when we're in that state. So when you feel in a state of vulnerability, you need to be careful who you're sharing with. Not just family and friends, but the people that you choose to work with as well. And this can be anything from relationships, your path, your purpose, 
business decisions. And because these are the areas I find people tend to go outside of themselves the most in, because that's the areas where the most in a fearful state around. So when you're in that fearful state, you're more disconnected from yourself. And then when you're disconnected from yourself, you start to listen to others a lot more. And there's a reason why health, wealth and relationships sell in marketing. And that's because most people are wounded in these areas. So when you're wounded, this then means that you can have a vulnerability around those specific things within your life, those those topics. And you're more likely to be susceptible to others' opinions. So this is a question. Are you consistently going outside of yourself to psychics, mystics, astrologers for all of the answers and not going within? So an example, if you've got a huge business decision, do you go in, do you sit with that? And then just go to someone for confirmation and ask for confirmation or do you want them to tell you the answer? In a new relationship, this is where most people fall down because they ask other people, they want psychic readings. And it's it's funny because one of my friends who um, does psychic readings in, in a very um, respectful way and without disempowering, he said, I don't even like doing a reading when it's about love. Because if you have to come to me to find that answer, then more than likely that's not the person for you. And that's that's a kind of key example of what people do. Going outside of themselves because they're not sure. So if you're consistently going outside of yourself and using intuitives in some form to tell you your future, and not just give you confirmation or guidance because it's okay. It's okay to receive confirmation. It's okay to get guidance from other people. We we all do it. But if you're wanting them to give you a definitive answer, then what you're doing is you're giving those people a little bit of your power, a little thread of your soul weakening and diluting yourself and your own energy in the process again it's different from feeling something and and wanting confirmation because there's a little bit of doubt or you're unsure then actually you tell me this what is the future this what should this look like because you see there is no ultimate path and you know there, there are many possibilities there are many timelines And with every action and decision that we make in any given moment, we can shift and we can change our timeline and we can end up in a totally different reality in the future. So somebody tells you this is your future, then of course there's a little bit of programming that goes on. Your subconscious takes that on board because you hold them in high esteem You hold them as the oracle. What they say is truth. You take that on. And then all your actions that you take, all your behaviors, everything that shapes your future reality, 
you start to put into motion and then they're proven right and then you go back to them repeatedly. You know, and physicists have proven that our beliefs shape our reality. So what do you believe? What is it that you believe? Because if you believe someone else outside of yourself, they're shaping your reality. That's disempowering you. We get to consciously create in any given moment. And the, the key word here is, is the moment because we create from a state of presence, not looking to the future and not looking to the past. Because when we're not present, the subconscious mind takes over and everything from the past, it will just project that and create the future based on what's already happened. So if you're consistently looking at the future, it's pulling you out of the present moment. It's pulling you out of that conscious creator state. So already you're becoming disempowered when you're constantly looking ahead. So we do get a choice. And if you go to someone outside of yourself for the answer, and they program you to take the relevant actions, the relevant behaviors, the relevant habits, you shift into that timeline then they, that they've set out for you, that they've reflected back to you, then someone's influenced your life massively and that may not be in a positive way. So who's to say that the person outside of yourself is reflecting back the timeline of your highest potential. What if they don't even know what your highest potential is? They they probably don't even know themselves because if they're unknowingly disempowering you, then they're probably in ego with their intuitive abilities. They're probably unconsciously getting validation from you that they are right. So you can affirm to them that they are an oracle. And I've witnessed this. I, I have I have had an experience with someone that I was highly inspired by, I respected. And I was in a vulnerable position. It was a few years back, and I thought, okay, I need I need some someone to hold space, some particular healing around this topic. And it wasn't one of my trusted circle but it was someone I'd followed for a number of years and I really liked the work and during that session they began to try to tell me what my future was and I felt really disempowered and I told them that and I actually said to them there's, mul there's multiple timelines like you can't tell me that this is the future because I, I make a decision in the moment and they, they said no this is the future and that's that and and I am always right and this is my work and interestingly um, now that was the past and I can be in this present moment they were wrong and it was a, it was a lesson for me it was a soul contract because I started to ensure that within my work with my intuitive abilities with my ability to see people's timelines and read the future that I wasn't reflecting back to them all of the time this is it this is the definitive 
future and I actually stopped doing it and the way in which my work changed was that from that day what I started to do was use that information that I was given because I believe I was able to get that information for a reason and you know just to add I believe that everyone is an intuitive um some people just water theirs down or they don't trust in it they don't believe in it but everyone's got that ability I don't believe that it's a special gift that only certain people get. I believe that when we tune into that divine intelligence, when we can become really present and connected inwardly, then we all have it. And what I started to do was use the information that I got to... Be able to help people overcome whatever blocks, whatever subconscious programming, whatever their fears, whatever the things that were holding them back from reaching the highest timeline. Because if I know that's their highest timeline and I can see that, then it enables me to work with someone in a specific way where we might need to work on money wounds or self-worth or releasing some childhood trauma, past life trauma, which is keeping them in a loop rather than this is the future because it's the actions that determine the future. So it can help shape people's actions to move to a more beneficial timeline, which is giving them more potential in life. So... Who's to say that they know what your highest timeline is? They know your highest potential? Because a lot of intuitives that I've met, including the person that I've just discussed from a few years ago, they read what's in your energy field and reflect that back to you. So they mirror back only your wounds and more often than not it's because they have a resonant wound within themselves so they can't see your potential they can only see your wounding and then that can keep you trapped in the wounding so for me I wouldn't even work with someone who was going to tell me this is this is your this is the future this is this is what it is unless it was this is the trajectory this is the path that you're on now what healing or what inner work or what clearing or what belief shifts do we need to make to get you on track with your highest potential because right now the actions the decisions that you're making the actions you're taking are taking you onto a path that's not necessarily conducive with where you want to go so if you've got trauma you're more likely to recreate the past because the psyche keeps projecting old events until it feels they're resolved what it doesn't have the awareness of is that you may not necessarily have the tools to resolve it so the brain literally scans your past to create a familiar future. So unless you've done the inner work of clearing, there's a likelihood 
that you will get caught in a loop and the people you're going to outside of yourself will just affirm this loop back to you. So this is why it's really, really important that the people that we choose to work with, the people in our circles, and I want to be clear here, this isn't bashing intuitive coaches, psychics, astrologers, because I'd be bashing my own work for a start, but also the work of those that I use and highly respect. This is about discernment of who you work with and ensuring that they're empowering you, lifting you up, showing you what's possible, not putting themselves above you, that this is the answer, this is your future, I'm right and you're wrong, that energy, that's that's not the energy that you need in your life, that's not the energy that's going to get you successful you know and even well-meaning friends and family so in order for us to be in our power what relationships do we have with our friends and family around us do they offer unsolicited advice so when you share are they being a non-judgmental observer are they holding space? Or are they jumping to conclusions, telling you what you should or shouldn't be doing? You know, a common one is friends getting involved in relationships. And I don't mean where it's toxic and they have to step in and, you know, they see something that you don't. But just calling out in general, I wouldn't have this, I wouldn't have that. You know, that's a common one. And they have their own agenda sometimes or they're projecting because I've had advice from well-meaning friends in the past I wouldn't put up with this I wouldn't put up with that and I'm sat there thinking well you did for 10 years and you probably don't even know that you're doing it but again it's human nature that's just human nature so it's down to us personally to have personal boundaries and with our friends and family knowing what our boundaries are because more often than not it is unsolicited advice unless we go to them and ask for an opinion and remember I can't even remember who it was but someone said to me once that when someone comes to them and they'd like to share I I say first would you like a reflection or would you like to vent or would you like advice and it's it's a good way of us all just keeping to each other's boundaries as well because not only are we disempowering people when we do this kinds of thing but we can create soul entanglement we can change people's fate we can change their future the timelines and it creates this soul level entanglement and you know we can create karmic attachments we can create cords feeding tubes hooks to people that we then need to release so it's really important that we keep clean communication at all times and we're asking 
before we're projecting and giving advice. It's important that when we work with someone, that they actually use discernment in their work and don't disempower. Because personal boundaries are what prevent that from happening. When you really know who you are and your values and you know what your boundaries are, then you can prevent that from happening. And I've heard this notion that we're all ultimately one anyway, so we shouldn't have boundaries. And for me, you know, that's toxic within itself because, of course, we need boundaries, especially if we're still finding ourselves and don't fully know at the core of who we are, which many people don't because humanity, our societies are so influenced by TV, media, marketing. Most people don't know what to believe anymore because if they're not in the present moment, if they're not tuned and tapped into themselves, to their intuition, then whatever's going into their subconscious through TV, radio, media, friends, family, it's not what they believe. It's what they're told to believe. So this creates this pandemic of people who don't fully and truly know who they are. So then coupled with having poor boundaries, what happens is you can just morph into someone else. And this is why a lot of people feel like purposeless. I believe that each and every one of us is born with some sort of purpose, whatever that may be. And that may not be found in paid work. That may be found in something that you be what you embody and that you are to people around you people that you interact with but I believe every single person on the planet is born with some sort of purpose and if that's true and a lot of people don't know who they are they're programmed from what's around them and then they've got poor boundaries and they're morphing and being chameleons with everybody around them then they're gonna feel disconnected from the self they're gonna feel purposeless even if they're living out the purpose and they don't know what that is because people like to feel connected to what it is so this is an invitation one if you're a psychic an oracle a coach intuitive on some level then I implore you not to put yourself above another and believe that you're specially talented and gifted so you can feel special because in the process you've got to put people beneath you and those people that you put beneath you are going to feel disempowered and then they're going to hand the power over to you and then you're going to feel more powerful because you're probably unknowingly taking that from them. And as someone that may be vulnerable, this is an invitation to look at your circles, look at the type of people that you have in your life, the 
type of people that you're working with and are they people that are empowering you or reflecting your highest timeline the best version of you are they showing you who you could be because ultimately life is a power play and the the old way is the hierarchical structure the hierarchical structure where there has to be a leader there has to be someone at the top and then there has to be people below the new paradigm is we're all here to step into our power equally so with knowing that that we're all here to step into our power we're all here to be connected to a higher purpose all here to be connected to our intuitive gifts and abilities with knowing that what could you do better in your life where have you been giving your power away how can you reclaim your power if you have been giving it away for a long time if you've been putting someone on a pedestal and going to them for all the answers how can you reclaim that and you know i'm seeing tiktok the moment for example huge for people just doing lives and live card readings and pulling cards and um yesterday in particular i seen someone who calls themselves a multi-dimensional healer and um oracle and that's not to say that there there aren't they aren't multi-dimensional healers or oracles because i know many of them you know myself included however they're then using that as this is the truth this is the future this is what's happening and interestingly i seen them about 12 months ago say that an event was going to happen i didn't feel it was going to happen it didn't happen and what they said was oh the timeline shifted it was going to happen so the information isn't even entirely accurate and yet timelines can shift but why are they not reflecting back the highest timeline why are they not saying for the planet this is the highest timeline of what's going to happen right now it was actually a really negative fear-based timeline that they were mirroring back which makes other people think about that the collective consciousness and then we all start to co-create a particular timeline and it's not just TikTok, it's other social media channels, but that is where I'm seeing this growing trend. So if you're on those platforms, being careful who you're listening to, what you're absorbing, what you're taking in, what you're choosing to believe, because those beliefs will shape your reality. Those beliefs will change everything for you. So with this invitation, sit with, all of those people in your life, family, friends, colleagues, coaches, people that you respect, and ask yourself, are they empowering me? Are they feeding me with the information that I want to create for my life going forward?
and if they're not and they're showing you what's trajectory you're on are they then telling you how to get on a higher trajectory and if it's not if it's if if when you've sat with it and you feel like that's not happening in my life how can you change your life for that to happen And that's my message for today. Thank you for tuning in to the Genius Alchemist podcast. If this episode has ignited your curiosity or inspired you in some way, then I encourage you to subscribe and share with friends. For those that want to stay in the loop and be the first to know about future episodes, special offers and free resources, make sure to check out the link in the show notes. By joining my mailing list or reaching out through that link, you'll have exclusive access to all the latest updates and ways that you can connect with me. I look forward to sharing more inspiring stories with you all in future episodes.